0: Okay, so you have a small business that you need to market, but you're not a marketer. So now what? Where do you start and what are you even supposed to do? Well, meet Engie. Engie is marketing software that simplifies marketing for small business owners. You can plan, organize, and get your marketing out the door and in front of your next customers fast. The best news? Engie is turning one on May 8th so, you can make marketing way more manageable for yourself for only $19 a month for your first year with the code BDAY. But don't wait, this offer ends on May 31st. Freshest, freshest, most recent episode of the Pretty Okay Podcast. I am your host Taylor Holman,
1: and I'm Samantha Welker.
0: And today we're gonna to talk about that money, honey. That money, honey. <laughs>
1: I think I actually have an old episode called "Get Your Money, Honey." Oh, did or I something just, like that? Did
0: I just plagiarize ourselves like? No, we're just
1: <laughs> on the same page.
0: <laughs> well, today I'm super excited to talk about this because. It's one of those conversations that I feel like I have over and over and over again with people. Yeah. Because we all want more of the monies.
1: More monies.
0: But are oftentimes not comfortable asking for more monies. It's a hard thing to ask
1: for. It's it's not a fun conversation. No.
0: Because I think everyone has imposter syndrome and they don't think that they're worth charging more money. Yeah. So,
1: today... Safe
0: bet. Yeah, right? <laughs> no one would ever pay me this amount of money right. to do whatever. Yeah. So, today, I think we're going to get pretty tactical with talking about how to raise your prices.
1: When you say tactical, do you mean nerdy? Yes. Okay. Nerdy.
0: Oh, I didn't bring my glasses. I should have brought my glasses, wore my nerd glasses.
1: Oh. But... might never leave my face. <laughs>
0: so. Um, but... But seriously, like I actually just had I, one of my clients listened to our recession episode hmm. and immediately DM'd me. <laughs> it was like, prices, raising prices. What do we do? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, that's funny uh, because that's going to be the next episode. Yeah, <laughs> follow-up podcast episodes. Um, so this is going to be a good one, especially at the start of a new year. Yeah. Even though personally... I think that you should raise your prices before January.
1: Yeah, agreed. I mean, but I also feel like it's harder for people to argue with it in January because you're like, January 2023, new prices are effective. And it's like, it's a little easier of a pill to swallow. Yeah. But yes, I I get what you're saying.
0: Totally. (laughs) So um, let's just dive right in. Let's do it. Let's talk about... When is it time for someone to finally accept that they should raise their prices? Which is funny because sometimes people, like, really need their arm twisted.
1: Yes, yeah. I can't tell you how many, like, past clients I've worked with where I'd be like, hey, you're not charging nearly enough money. And I feel like the comeback is always well, you know, I have a hard enough time getting people to sign as it is or whatever. Like, I'm just trying to stay competitive. That's that's all wrapped into this conversation. (laughs) But if you've heard yourself saying that before, this is the episode for you. Yes. So I think where I want to start... Well, I'm going to start on the service
0: side because that's my world. Yeah. So there are three things that I think are pretty clear indicators that it's time for you to bump your prices up. And the first one is, and you've heard, like everyone has heard this on the internet before, (laughs) but if you are booking clients, quote unquote, way too easily.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. here's your sign it's <laughs> a sign
0: that a you're probably really good at what you do and there's a possibility that you're a great salesperson and you've done all of the marketing you know to the t yeah but also you could be underpriced yeah and that's why everyone's like yeah she'll pay you 50 dollars for a thousand word blog post Oh my god. because that would be like getting it for free that's insane Yeah. I hope no one is, if there are any copywriters listening to this, please don't charge $50 for a thousand word blog post. Please don't. Because you can do the math and you're literally working for pennies per word. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So don't do that. So that's the first one. So, and, you know, I think it's natural to think, well, what is it when you're a bookie? Like, what is booking too easily?
1: Yeah. And
0: that's different for everyone. But I think if you are booking, for sure, if you are booking three out of four inquiries, you definitely 100% should be thinking about bumping up your pricing. If you're like 50-50, I think you can still really consider it. Yeah. But it also depends on like your service and your price and your offer and all this stuff. But if we're going to ballpark it, if you're closing more than half of your leads, then I think you're in a good spot
1: to charge more. Agreed. I think that's a good baseline.
0: Yeah. And one of the things that I actually do with some of my services is for anyone out there who's like, the butt is clenching over <laughs> raising their pricing. Um, butt <laughs> Is if you're really scared about like making a significant jump in pricing, you can do incremental ones with every new client you book. Yeah. So, like, for some of my services, you know, with every client that I book for something, the price goes up 100 bucks, right? So, like and if someone happened to, like, if a past client happened to refer a new client to me and... Uh, like within a few months, then the price difference is probably only a few hundred dollars as opposed sure. to me having jacked things up like a grand. So um, I kind of feel like it helps with that if you're getting a lot of leads from referrals too. Making people think that you're not just like arbitrarily raising your prices, even though I basically do arbitrarily <laughs> raise
1: my Yeah, price. <laughs> no, I, I think that's a good point. And there's always the option too of like, You know, you can grandfather in people to certain prices if you feel more comfortable doing it that way. If you're like, well, I don't want to raise prices on my current clients. I want to start with my, you know, if you have a good amount of client turnover and you want to start with new clients raising prices, it's a great way to dip your toe in. Yeah.
0: So the next thing is also pretty obvious. As you get more (laughs) experienced, you should be raising your prices or if you're adding value to your services yes right like all of that stuff needs to be considered um I will side note this with a little asterisk that the like inverse is also a, a true statement like if you're new don't come out the gate with some like hot shit pricing yeah
1: because it's always harder to go back go down or wait yeah it's yeah, Is that what I mean to say? I mean, it's harder yeah. to... Backtrack. Backtrack and... Yeah. and then yes, raise them again. Yes. Right? So, if you're flip-flopping, flippy-flop, yeah. flip flop It's <laughs> an office quote. I know, so you okay, want the good. flippity-flip. Sna- oh, no, I was thinking, snap, oh. snap, 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 snap. <laughs> That's when he gets like six vasectomies. <laughs> that was where my brain was. Um, it's a little harder to... To streamline all of that. But yeah, I think it's it's the same as if it would be if you're working in a corporate job, right? The higher position you get as you advance because you have gained more experience, you've gotten better at your job, the higher you should be getting paid. Yeah. It's the same if you own your business or you're self-employed. z's. Same z's. And the
0: last thing, which this... This one, I think, is actually kind of interesting because I don't think that people really register it. Mm -hmm. That if you are growing your team, then, like, let's just say I charge $1,000 for a service. If I'm growing a team and then hiring someone to do that same service, like free up my time or whatever, right? Yeah. That person should not be charging $1,000 also. They need to be charging more because... Really, you should, as the business owner, should be making money off of any service your team might be providing Yes, as well.
1: Otherwise, what's the point of hiring
0: people? Exactly. <laughs> so, but I, I honestly think that that's something that people don't really think about. It's like, yes. it's not just a straight transfer of services and pricing. Like, you need to basically kind of work into an agency kind of model, which... Mm-hmm. You can ask the internet about what an agency model is. (laughs) We
1: won't get into that today. Well, I feel like that one ties very much into the first one of like, if your booking rate is high, your first thought is, oh, I need help, right? Mm -hmm. I need to hire more people. But, which obviously can be true, but I mean, also in line with that, you need to be raising your prices to cover that cost. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to... Either A, hire somebody and realize, holy crap, I don't have enough money for this person and myself, or B, like, start with no money and expect it to grow at the same rate it was growing before, before you hired someone.
0: Because it won't. Because it (laughs) won't. (laughs) It's going to be, spoiler alert, it's going to be slower. Yeah. Probably, most likely. Yeah. So, um Yeah, that can, again, growing a team is a whole other can of worms. But, you know, in terms of bringing it back to our pricing conversation Mm -hmm. today, if you are going to hire other folks, which there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of people out there teaching how to build a team. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people saying, like, the key to scaling your business is by growing a team. Uh If you couldn't sense the the tinge of sarcasm... (laughs) in my or cynicism in my voice um it is super a super valid way to grow your business but like it is just it's so faceted in how to do it successfully yeah re- making sure that you're pricing your services correctly is definitely key
1: question if I grow my team will I make six figures oh my god
0: <laughs> can I vomit please don't we're on my bed vomit. I'd really rather you didn't <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's goddamn. Mm, yeah, call me. D- people DM, saying those words are saying <laughs> DM saying me well. if you want to hear my full rant about those kinds of ads that we all
1: get So Or go back and listen to the other episodes because I'm pretty sure we talk about it quite yeah. often. Yeah,
0: <laughs> there's a theme. We don't like that kind of stuff.
1: It's bullshit.
0: Um, so, that's those are the service based things. So, since you live in the product world, I do. What are the, uh, kind of like, what's the big flashing red light for what you need to think about when raising your prices on a product?
1: Well, I mean, I'm sure anybody who has a product-based business right now already knows what I'm going to say, but it's your cost of goods, right? (laughs) Like, it's, if your cost is getting higher, your prices need to go higher, Yeah, and that's that's just basic economics right there. You have to not lose money because the cost of goods got higher. So raising your prices, obviously, to cover your cogs is important. Um, and I think a lot of what you said about service goes into it, too. Like, if you have a product that you've really that you had for a few years and you've really fine-tuned it and you have a, a good hold on the market, raise your prices, mm-hmm. right? Like, you are more or less, the thought leader in that space, you have an expert opinion, you have, you know what you're doing, you're making quality shit, get paid for it. Get paid for it.
0: Yeah. Question for you. Hit me. Because I, because I, I mean, I dabble in products, but I'm not like a product expert. So I did ask the internet (laughs) (laughs) what a good, Mm profit margin was and there's the internet tells you such a gigantic range yeah like from like low single digits to like 50 percent yeah so what are just so that people can like kind of set average realistic expectations what do you think a good profit margin for people to keep is
1: I don't have a set answer for you on that because you're right. It's a huge range, but it's also a huge range because of a lot of factors. Like Mm -hmm. mostly your overhead plays into that a lot and how many SKUs you have, you know, how many different suppliers or factories you're working with. There's just a lot of different factors. I feel like I said that word like six (laughs) times in one sentence, but that's pretty much. Factors,
0: variables, Thank you, copywriter Taylor.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So honestly, it depends. I mean, I think if you are a small business who, you know, you're, you have a less than five person team, maybe you have a, a warehouse space, maybe not. You know, I, I think of like our friends who own small businesses and mm-hmm. kind of what I know their setup is. Yeah. I would say as a baseline in your first five years, when you're a small company, 10 to 15 is doable. Okay you know, Solly Baby has some that are like five. Mm-hmm. Right? But then we have others that are much larger yeah. than that. So it just becomes like it's very different for everybody. Yep. And it even ranges obviously from industry, like yeah. the beauty industry, their margin is stupid. yeah, It's like fifty, yeah, sixty percent. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think um my friend that has a wedding dress boutique her markup on the dress is, she doubles what she pays for the dress. So what, that's a 100% markup, right? Yeah. Um, but then she has rent, she has a couple employees. So, but I, I would probably guess that her profit margin is probably 20%. Yeah. I would guess on a dress.
1: But yeah, super interesting. Well, and it depends too on the volume of what you're selling, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're mm-hmm. like... If you're selling a thousand units a week, your profit margin can be a little smaller than if you're selling 10 units a week. Yeah. Totally. So it's the range is very, very wide.
0: Totally <laughs> broad, wide open spaces. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so to get more high level, I talk about the things that apply to everyone. Um, the first one related to like the whole COGS thing, which if you've never, if you've not heard, I remember the first time I saw that acronym, Cassie actually put it in our Dropbox and I was like, what the fuck is a COG? (laughs) Again, not a product person. So for those of you who are like me, COGS Cogs is cost of goods sold. I, now you know. How nerdy I am. Every
1: time I see COGS, even though I know what it is in my brain. COGS? No, but that would be funny too. (laughs) But in my brain just flashes a little picture of Cogsworth from Beauty and the Beast. He's the oh, clock. Oh, yes. Yes. So I just think, Cogs. I do? like that. I like that. <laughs> so that's a good way to remember it, I guess. Cogs. It's <laughs> really Man. not a good way to remember it. Now you're going to be like, what do Cogs stand for? Is it something about time?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's entertaining nonetheless. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So related to that whole argument that like if your cost to acquire new clients or customers is going up. Yeah. And then you should raise your price, which that is often related to your marketing spend, right? Your cost to acquire new folks who are going to give you money is if you're spending on advertising, uh, whether that's social search, you have a listing in a marketplace, like if that's going up, um, but your your booking rate is kind of staying the same mm-hmm. then you need to make a bump in what you're charging folks and then if your cost to run the business increases which basically we all yeah. are experiencing this one yep because I can't tell you how many emails I've gotten from all of the software platforms that I oh, use oh yeah they're like Beep, boop, beep, beep, up, up, up. Our
1: prices are going up. Beep, boop, up, up, up. Price increase effective <laughs> January 2023. So, like I said, people aren't really going to bat that much of an eye at it. They might yeah. not like it, but they're going to have to get it. Yep. And deal with it.
0: Yep. So, um, the next one is a total no brainer. What? You want to spill the beans on that one?
1: When you need to make more money. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's fucking expensive to be a human right now. (laughs) It's so expensive to be a human. I feel like a lot of these very much tie in together. Like, it's costing more to run a business, it's costing more to live. If you're affected by that, raise your prices. Yeah. Right? Like,
0: do you want to build your brand by being a guest on industry leading podcasts? If you own a business, my guess is you do. So picture this you, a dynamic executive, effortlessly connecting with engaged audiences, turbocharging your top of funnel marketing, and creating a treasure trove of content with every episode. Podcasting is the game changer you've been waiting for. And podcastally.com is your VIP ticket to podcast PR success. Say goodbye to the ordinary and hello to the extraordinary exposure. Head over to podcastally.com now and let them know that Pretty Okay sent you. Your brand deserves to shine and they're ready to
1: make it happen. Like Taylor said, that's kind of a no-brainer. It's kind of a no-brainer. Don't lose money.
0: No. Please don't lose money (laughs) running your business and working your ass off. Like, that's really terrible.
1: Yeah. And you're not going to get more business or retain more clients by keeping lower prices. It might sound like that's what works. Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. But it's not. It's putting you, like... You're digging yourself into a hole. Yeah, exactly. So don't do that. Um, And the last little thing that applies to everyone you know, if you watch the news at all, (laughs) or listen to the last episode, or the last episode, um, if the market shifts, which again, like the ground underneath us has just been like, I feel the earth
1: Mm, move mm, mm, under my feet.
0: Guys, we're on fire today. Shoot,
1: I hope that's not a copyright. We're did no. you did was it short. too long? I think it was, it was short. short enough. Short. I think it was
0: short. short Nobody enough. tell on us. Um, but yeah, if the market is shifting, which again, our common reality right now is that yes, true statements. The market is shifting. Um, you should really be looking at your numbers and seeing what you need to do and like how much of a change you need to make in your pricing yeah so which I think is a great segue into our
1: next little how do you decide your price increase yes I mean besides just arbitrarily picking a new number (laughs) just like closing your eyes spinning a wheel pointing at a number (laughs) And saying, that looks good. Yes, this,
0: feel, this feels really I like good. It. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Um, I have done that more than a few times. Yeah. Because I'm just like, yes, yeah, this, this number feels good.
1: Did it work out? Um, I think so. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know. And, you know, with you, you have a very low overhead. So low. You basically are paying for, like, your software programs. Yeah, I mean, honestly, guys,
0: it it costs me less than $200 a month to run my consulting business. Yeah.
1: So you have a little more flexibility in what feels good. <laughs> what feels good. <laughs> to be totally
0: woo woo about it. Yes. Uh, but being woo woo is not a pricing strategy.
1: <laughs> uh, Could be. Not so. one we will we'll recommend though. No, no. Um, It's not going to get the pretty okay podcast stamp of approval. No. Even if we do it, do as we say, not Not as as we we do. do. But I mean, the biggest thing with that obviously is knowing how much it costs to run your business, right? Knowing your overhead and knowing your profit margin, which we just talked about and using that as your baseline for, okay, this is the, and remember, bare minimum because shit happens and comes up. You know things break. You need extra help during the holidays. It's never going to be the same number consistently nope. for your baseline. So start with your bare minimum by knowing your operating cost and your profit margin.
0: Yep. Um, and in case someone doesn't know what a, how to calculate profit margin, that's basically like what you sold. A something for mm-hmm. a something. A something. Minus what it costs you to produce or provide it. Correct. Okay. That's yes. my English translation of the math equation. Yes.
1: So if you are a florist and it costs you, you know, $40 in flowers to make an arrangement and you sold it for 100 that's your profit margin in there, the amount that you made. What is sixty dollars? Of I don't know. <laughs> That's the answer, right? Oh, sixty dollars. Yeah, I didn't I thought you meant like what's the percentage? I don't know.
0: Like, I don't know. What is that was my you guys didn't see the end. you know, the animation. Sorry you guys are missing out on the, yeah. the fun. Oh, uh, were you being on jeopardy? I was being on Jeopardy. Oh dang. what is sixty dollars? See, I don't get that
1: anymore <laughs> because my my new Solly Baby work wife was on Jeopardy. Oh. And so like she Whenever she answers questions, I'm like, yeah, so this is, this is a Jeopardy thing, huh? <laughs> right? Are you making a Jeopardy reference right now? <laughs> That's cool. That's yeah. cool. That's yeah. cool. She's very smart. She's our director of planning. She would have been a great person to have on this oh, episode because this you know? is literally all she does.
0: This is, this is literally her job. Well, um, next time, follow up episodes. Yeah. But, um, the next one is for product-based businesses Um, especially, I mean, it's, it's different for, I think, e-com versus like brick and mortar retail.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: But knowing what your markup is and like, I think a typical markup is four times, three or four Mm -hmm. times your, what it costs. Like four times. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, which obviously your markup influences your profit margin. Yep. Doesn't influence. It's like causational. Yeah. Causational relationship. Right. (laughs) So know your markups. And if your markup is like 25 or 30%, clearly you got to mark shit up more. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're not Target. I don't know who you think you are. Yes. You're not a big box store.
0: (laughs) Totally. Yeah. That's actually a really good way to think
1: about it. Like big box stores can have low markups because their volume is insane hello amazon yeah let's explain buying books on amazon versus buying books at a small bookstore
0: (laughs) yes so that is the example that we want you to stick in your head for the markup conversation um but then yeah the volume one is the the next point and it's like do you need to sell 100 units a month do you need to book two clients a month? Like mm-hmm. what do you actually need? Like once you know your, your like, total income goal or revenue goal and you know your, your profit margin and your cost of goods sold and all of these numbers, then you can really like do the math Yeah, and know how many things you need to sell for any given period of time.
1: Yes. And then take that number and add more on top of it because like we said shit happens. Shit happens. <laughs> <sighs>
0: so, so yeah, so I mean, crunching the numbers you know, depending on if you how complicated your business is, it could take you a little bit of time. Yeah. to figure this out, but It's
1: end of year though. What a good time to to do it. Hello. Boom. This Hi. is just your friendly reminder that it's the end of the year. And you need to clean up everything. (laughs) Everything. Close it out.
0: So, okay. So now that we've gone through talking about when to raise prices, how to crunch the numbers, Mm -hmm. don't forget to communicate your price increase. Oh, you're not
1: supposed to surprise people.
0: (laughs) I mean, (laughs) surprise. you owe me more money <laughs> I will say that like for I think for most product-based businesses you can bump your price up and not have to like do this whole like PR campaign yes around it it's just like okay it was $32.99 now it's thirty four ninety nine, dollars and probably no one's gonna fucking even notice yep actually Uh-oh. <laughs> actually this is a good anecdote um so I went to my favorite clean beauty shop, Shopgood, mm-hmm. um, and bought more of my Berlin Skin cocoa butter eye cream that I literally use all over my face. I <laughs> don't just limit <laughs> it to my eyes. Um, and this is not Shopgood's deal. This is, the, this is Berlin Skin because like the few times before that I've gotten it, it's been a 1.7 ounce jar. That I pay sixty eight dollars for, mm-hmm. and I went and picked up a new jar, that was in a, the same size box as the other ones, but the fucking jar is only one ounce now, and I still paid sixty eight dollars for it.
1: Whoa!
0: So that's a big one. That's a one. big one. Um, so if you're Pulling some shit like Berlin skin just pulled. This is my like public rant about what the fuck they just did. Are they local? I don't think so. Are you sure? Maybe I'm gonna have to Google it. I'm pretty sure they're local. Oh shit. I'm gonna have to show up at their (laughs) office and be like, dude, you can't literally give me almost like half Half of what I paid for. For the same, yeah. That's super fucked. So don't do that. Don't do that. But, you know, had it been like they dropped it to 1.5 ounces? Yeah. Right? This is all like the shrinkflation shit. Right. Right. I'm rolling my eyes. Um, so don't do that. Don't literally like half the size of your product yeah. and charge the same
1: amount. Because people will notice that. That's some Lay's potato chips of skincare right there.
0: <laughs> Which is so disappointing because the product is great. Yeah. So um, don't be them. Um, that was a total sidebar about communicating price changes. Because well, most that, of the time you don't. That's though.
1: I, and beauty was going to be one of my... Um, examples because I feel like that's one, you know, like if you're shopping for clothes or you're shopping for home goods, typically you're not super invested on like, oh my gosh, I know these sheets cost two hundred dollars last time I bought them and now they're two fifty. Um, but like beauty, we replenish that fairly often. Yeah. So if your product is something that's fairly reoccurring for people, that I would be way more cognizant of how you communicate it yep and i think obviously like regardless of if you are service or product or whatnot like the way you communicate price increases just be transparent yep like everybody knows there's a shitty economy right now at like most people understand that your cogs are increasing it's it's not unheard of or unreasonable for you to raise your prices. No. Nope. But just be upfront about it and don't be fucking shady.
0: Yep. Don't be shady. Don't be shady. Um I mean and communicate it early. Yes. If you if you need to, communicate it or if you need to raise your prices and you need to communicate it, period. Communicate it early. Yes. Not like, hey, tomorrow shit's getting more expensive. Right. Cause that's kind of shady. That's like That's shady. Yeah. That's not quite a bait-and-switch, but, like, kind of close to a bait-and-switch. Yeah. So, um, and I know that it's hard to, like, quote-unquote time it right. I feel like I've said quote-unquote a few times today, <laughs> but it's because I'm doing the finger quotes. Mm. Mm. Um, <laughs> I know it's hard to figure out, like, when to, when to do it, but, and I don't think that there's a hard and fast, like, oh, this is the best time to raise your prices. Yeah. My advice is basically not to do it when you're going to fucking piss people off.
1: <laughs> like, no, it's true. I mean, if you have a launch coming up and you want this new price increase to be in effect by the time of the launch, great. Communicate that well beforehand, you mm-hmm. know, so people know what they're they're going into. Yeah. The day before is not the day. <laughs> no. No.
0: The other thing that I Have experienced in the past, I'm sure everyone has experienced pushback on pricing. Yep. Right? I don't necessarily think that you need to be able to justify your pricing. No. But you should have some sort of response that you've thought about so that you don't have a knee-jerk reaction and basically tell someone to fuck off.
1: (laughs) Which would be my knee jerk reaction? Not gonna lie. I mean, in real life, that's my (laughs) that's who I am. Yeah,
0: but I try when I am Taylor from customer service from wherever. (laughs) She's way fucking nicer than than just Taylor Holman. Um, But you know, having thought it through at least, so that you. I mean, obviously, like, if someone's emailing you, then you have time to respond. But every once in a while, you find yourself, like, in front of a kind of disgruntled customer. Mm -hmm. So you should have spent 30 seconds thinking about what you might say. Yeah. So that you don't sound like a floundering idiot.
1: Yes. And I mean, everything that we just talked about, like, you don't have to break down down your justification for anybody no. right like you don't need to show them oh well our cost of goods cost this so that's why we are doing this like all you need to say to them is our cost of goods have increased it's costing more to get from a to b mm-hmm. so in order to keep the business running and here for you yeah this is what we're doing Taylor could write something much better because she's a word person, <laughs> but that's my gist of it. Um, that's I, the gist. I In would, order
0: to provide the same level of service and the go. same quality product Look that you've you. come to know and love from us. Yeah. <laughs> blah, 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 blah,
1: blah. And I do think <laughs> that including the part about, like, cost increases yeah. is important, you yeah. know? Um, even if it's, if it's not necessarily relevant to you. Like, if you're service-based and really nothing has changed for you and you're you know just increasing because of what we talked about earlier with you are more experienced right and it's time to yeah. give yourself a pay raise like yeah say that yeah say it in a better in a way, way than that but
0: wordsmith it I'll and touch. i would also
1: recommend um, having a short brief response response Respron- <laughs> a response <laughs> it's a french response if you weren't aware, <laughs> prepared for the inevitable people who will comment on your post on social media complaining about your price increase because they exist and people love to bitch on social. Yep, and rant. Yep.
0: My advice there is post your response once and then don't don't engage further.
1: 100%.
0: Yep. Don't get sucked in. So, that's the that is our long and short <laughs> Piece about raising your prices I mean it's there's part of it that's a science it's a lot of art so you know in the end you got to do what's best for your business and you can't necessarily compare what you see other businesses doing around you mm-hmm. it's it's not apples to apples so like take the ideas have All these things to consider and think about, but then in the end, like really do what you know is best for your business in terms of pricing. Yeah. So, so that is that. Go forth, make more monies. Uh, I salute you, (laughs) uh, maybe spend a few less of your own monies in this weird time, uh,
1: Easier said than
0: done. I know, I know. <sighs> Cause I spend sixty eight dollars on a fucking ounce of eye cream that I use all over my face. <laughs> so, but uh, we will be back with a- another episode. We don't know what about though. We didn't decide our topic. I know we didn't in do the midst of our planning. conversation. I know. So we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We've got some ideas, okay. uh, but we will be back with a new episode for you. Show notes will be up on the website, prettyokpodcast.com. We will have occasional fun things for you on the gram at prettyokpodcast. Okay Very
1: occasional. Very occasional. <laughs> We're just setting expectations. At this point, I just care. I'm like it's just the grid it's just, yeah the grid looks nice it's fine yeah, and that i'm nice. that person right now because yeah. i don't use it for anything else no you guys That's, know when to listen come on yeah we 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 are people
0: who have things <laughs> just so like things so but yes and if you do have an idea for an episode shoot us a dm yeah leave us a review and give us the idea or shoot send us an email yeah um we definitely, like I said, we have ideas about what some of our next topics are going to be, but we know it's especially special to be a human right now and business owner. So let us know what you want us to.
1: Yeah. Chew on. You know it's weird. What this episode's not coming out till January. Oh, and we said end of year stuff. Ha. ha. That's fine. Too late. Too late. But we recorded it. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> It's 2023. Make more money, bitches. (laughs) There's the title.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Well, thank you as always for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.
1: Computer just went to sleep. It scared me. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You're like, ah.